Are you desiring more out of life? More love, more connection, more experience, just more aliveness? Well, that is your soul calling you. And together we are going to uncover those soul desires and help you bridge the gap between your physical life and your true soul self. Welcome to the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. My name is Emily. I'm an intuitive, a psychic medium, and someone who recently and very suddenly awakened to spirituality. On this podcast, we are going to talk all about connecting with your soul to live your fullest, most beautiful life. We're going to talk about spirituality from the perspective of the everyday person. It's my goal that you feel seen and supported on this journey of discovering your soul and awakening to the incredible world of spirit. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. It's your host, Emily, and I'm so happy to be here with you for another episode. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited for you to experience the podcast, to listen to the messages we have coming forward today. And I hope that you really find something in here that speaks to your heart, that helps you through whatever moment you're at in your life, helps you to feel more connected to yourself, more confident, more empowered, to really trust your own intuition, your own instinct, and feel more connected to your soul, that divine part of you that is who you truly are and that holds the blueprint for the experience you are meant to have in this lifetime. If you're a returning listener, I hope all the same things for you. And thank you for coming back and for being here with me again for another week. You just make my life so special. I love hearing from you and I love seeing the numbers go up a little bit each week with more people returning to listen. It really fills my heart in a way I just didn't expect. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for tuning in for another week. So today, our episode is all about making time for yourself without feeling guilty about it. And the reason I wanted to record this episode is because this is a journey that I have been on for the last few years, maybe for the last forever, I don't know, but especially since becoming a mom. And I'm sure all you other parents can relate to the difficulty of making time for yourself without feeling guilty about it because there's always more that can be done. There's always other people that need you. And even if you're not a parent, I'm sure you can still relate to the fact that it can be really hard to put up some boundaries in your life in order to have that time for yourself. And If you're like me, the idea of making time just for you, it it comes with a lot of shame. It comes with a lot of guilt, a lot of questioning myself. Well, do I really need to do this? Other people need me more. Do I really need to go for a walk by myself? Or should I just take all the kids with me so that my husband can have some time alone or so that The kids can go outside because they want to go outside and I can just get alone time later. I'll just stay up really late tonight so that I can feel personally fulfilled instead of fulfilling myself here during the day when I have energy. 
maybe you can relate to some of those experiences. And today with this topic, how I want to approach it with you is to share with you three different messages that Spirit has been bringing to me over the last few years around not taking care of myself, around the fact that I wasn't paying enough attention to myself, I wasn't meeting my own needs, and the messages that Spirit kept bringing me to bring my attention back to the fact that I needed to be taken care of, I needed to pay more attention to myself, even though as a parent, I'm in this role where my kids need me so much, but Spirit kept pointing out, like, I need me too. Like, I still need to be taken care of even when I'm the caregiver. And that's the same for all of you, whether you have kids or not, whatever your life situation is, the fact is you still need to be there for you. You still need to take care of yourself too. And so I want to talk to you about three different phrases, messages, different perspectives that Spirit has brought to me over the last few years that have helped me to change my perspective on taking time for myself. And I can tell you that two years ago, I took zero time for myself, like zero, none, nothing at all. And I was very unhappy. I was very stressed out, very overwhelmed, having a lot of anxiety, feeling unsupported. I I was not enjoying my life, but I felt like I was doing my duty. Turn to today and I have shifted so many things in my life so that there is time for me in my life. I have pockets of time throughout the day where I can be here for myself. I've created routines that support me I've found support around me. I've shared on the podcast before, part of my struggles have been that my husband travels a lot for work. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. An average year, if we add up all his travel, it's usually about six months that he's gone. And that's really difficult when you're a parent with with three kids, you know? It's hard to have that level of support that you that you want with caring for your children. And so for me, it has taken a lot for me to trust other people, find more support, and create that space in my life where I feel like I fit into my life, where I feel like my life isn't for everyone else, but it's actually for me too. I hope you can feel the sentiment behind that. So Let's get into the messages that that were coming through to me over the last few years that have really helped me to slowly shift this perspective and helped me to start making choices where I feel seen, supported, valued in my life, which is so important. It's so incredibly important. And you won't be surprised that feeling those things starts within and by creating those feelings within yourself. That's what I talk about, I think, in every episode is that the feelings that we are desiring to feel, we need to start creating them within us in order for them to be reflected back to us in our relationships with other people. But let me get to these messages. The first one that I want to talk to you about, the first thing that Spirit kept bringing to me maybe two years ago when I was really kind of in the depths of giving, 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 and never allowing myself to receive. And what 
Spirit brought to me was the fact that my family doesn't just need me there. They don't just need me there. They actually need me to be happy. And hearing this from Spirit, it was a little emotional because it made me realize that, yes, I have been physically here 24-7 for my family, for people who need me, and I've been caring for them. But no, I'm not happy. And the truth is, when you are not happy, the people around you can feel it. They can feel it. And so even though I'm physically here, I wasn't being a positive presence. I wasn't being a happy mom. I wasn't being the kind of parent that I wanted to be. I was going through the motions. Instead of really feeling happy, feeling alive, and being the example of vibrancy that I want my children to experience. I want my children to know like it's okay to be happy and silly and vibrant and It's okay to not be so serious all the time. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to be fun. And they were not getting that from me. In fact, they were getting a mom who was snappy, who was tired, who couldn't respond well to frustrating situations, who was overstimulated, overwhelmed, and that just wasn't the best way for me to show up. And so at that point, I had really felt like taking time for myself would be taking away from my family. I would be taking things away from my family if I went and spent a few hours by myself. If I went and did something by myself, I felt like I would be depriving them because I wouldn't be there for them. But what Spirit really showed me with this message was that I was actually already depriving my family. I was actually already depriving the people that I was around by not being able to show up as my full self. I was giving them a lesser version of me. I was already doing them a disservice. And that taking time away in order to fill myself up would actually be so beneficial for them. Not only would it make me feel better about myself, make me feel better about my life, but it would also make them feel better. It would improve our relationship. And so me taking time for myself wasn't a selfish choice. It wasn't something that I needed to feel guilty about. It was something that I could do to benefit my family, to improve my family. But what I had to do was let go of some control. I had to let go of feeling like I had to be there 24-7 or something would go wrong. I had to let go of that control and realize that what my family needed for me was not for me to just be around all the time. They didn't just need me standing there around 24-7. What they actually needed was for me to be happy so that I could engage with them in a positive uplifting way that promoted the growth, happiness, fun that I wanted my family life to be like, that I wanted my kids' childhood to be like, that I wanted them to remember. You know, 10, 20, 
50 years from now, I want them to think back on their childhood and remember how it felt warm. It felt fun. It felt inviting. It felt safe. Those are the feelings I want them to remember. The feeling I don't need them to remember is that, oh good, mom kept the house really clean. I realized that wasn't actually what I wanted to provide them. Yeah, I want a clean house, but more than that, I want them to have a happy childhood where they can actually feel connected with me. And by not showing up as my full self, I wasn't giving them the opportunity for that full deep connection. And not just with my kids, also with my husband, also with my friends, also with everyone else in my life. By not taking care of myself, I was doing them a disservice and not showing up as my full self, not creating an environment where true connections can be made. So that was the first big aha moment for me was that my family does not just need me to be there. They need me to be happy. That was the first big message that spirit came through for me. The next one that I want to talk to you about is this message that comes through, not just in relation to my family, but in relation to everything, even me doing readings for people and this business I'm growing, it comes through here as well. And the message is, you can't do for others what you won't do for yourself. You can't do for others what you won't do for yourself. I'll talk about this in terms of working on growing this business and wanting to do these readings for people, wanting to record this podcast for you, wanting to give from my heart and share this incredible connection that I feel with spirit. And there are times I've sat down to record and spirit has said to me, you cannot do for others what you won't do for yourself. And what they're telling me is that if I don't spend the time developing my own spiritual connection, doing the meditation that I know I need to do, journaling, working through uh, my own blocks, working through the own healing that I personally need to do. If I don't spend the time working on me, I can't spend any time working on anyone else. I'm not actually useful to anyone else if I'm not doing the work too. In terms of my family, this message has come through when I'm wanting to spend my time, you know, making all the healthy meals for my family, signing my kids up for all the activities, making sure that they're fulfilled in every way possible because they're incredible and I love them so much and I've filled my schedule to the brim and spirits reminding me, you cannot do for others what you won't do for yourself. If I won't spend the time to fill up my own cup, if I won't spend the time to make myself lunch instead of spending it all cooking for everyone else and taking care of the house and doing everything, but actually take care of myself, eat some lunch. If I won't do that, I can't really take care of them. I can't show up fully if I won't show up fully for myself. This has been a big one for me because it's really reminded me of the fact that I have to do that self-reflection. I have to stop and think, okay, have I taken care of myself first? Have I 
done what I need to do on a spiritual level, on a physical level, on an emotional level? Am I doing these things for myself too? It's also come up in parenting and trying to teach my children things like emotional management or time management or, you know, any of the things I need to teach my kids, maybe about social situations, about how to handle when you feel angry or when you feel sad. Spirit's like, you cannot teach them how to do that if you haven't spent the time to really make sure you're doing it yourself. If you haven't learned it yourself, you cannot create this incredible life for them if you won't create it for yourself too. You can't just talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk too. You have to actually do the work. And that has been a big one for me in learning how to take time for myself is accepting the fact that if I want to be of service to others, I have to be of service to myself first because I have to have my cup so full that it's overflowing. And that overflow is what I can give to other people. That is the service I can provide to them. But if my cup isn't full, I don't really have anything to give. And that's what Spirit has shown me that when it comes to feeling guilty or selfish about taking time for myself, in truth, taking time for myself is actually an incredible gift to those around me because it allows me the space to then take care of others and be of service to others in the way that I know I am meant to be. And the last message is something I actually shared in the last podcast episode when I was sharing the spirit messages for February. And that is this phrase around time that spirit has been bringing to me for quite some time, to be honest. And this phrase around time, the message that they, that they keep telling me, and that's that as you make time for yourself, your life will make time for you. I found that in my feeling of that it would be selfish if I took more time for myself, every time I feel that way, that feeling is coming from a place of scarcity. It's coming from a place of feeling like there is not enough time. And if I take time for me, I'm taking it away from my family. I'm taking it away from something else. And what spirit has constantly been bringing to me is that there's actually no scarcity around time. That feeling you have that there is not enough time, that is a perception that you have built up in your mind. It's not real. It's not real. And that felt like a fact to me, 100% fact, there's not enough time, and especially there's not enough time for me. That did not feel like a perception. So it's been a long time of spirit bringing me messages about time and about the fact that time doesn't work in the way that I'm perceiving it and how time can be molded and it's malleable. And then most recently, this message that they keep bringing me that as you make time for yourself, your life will make time for you. And so I've been leaning into this over the last few months, maybe even longer. This idea that as I make time for myself, my life will make time for me. And what that means for me is, I'll just, I'll tell you the, the real life examples here. 
I have about two hours a day when my little girls will both nap at the same time, maybe an hour and a half, probably about an hour and a half, where my little girls nap at the same time. My son is still at school. I have this chunk of quiet most days that I get. And I used to fill this time with doing laundry, cooking food, washing dishes, cleaning the toilet, all of the household stuff that needs to be done. And I would never take time for myself. I decided that I was done with that, that instead every nap time was for me. It didn't matter how many dishes were on the table, were on the counter. It didn't matter how long my to-do list was. None of that mattered. Nap time was always for me. I would always make it about whatever I needed. If I needed to just sit in the front on my porch and eat lunch, then that's what I would do just so I could get some sunshine. If I needed to journal, if I needed to meditate, if I wanted to do an exercise here at home, Whatever it was that I felt like I needed, that's what I did. Some days this felt so indulgent, but some days I will just sit and read my book. Reading my book in the middle of the day, sometimes sitting outside, I don't know. It just feels so indulgent to me. It feels so like, holy cow, how lucky am I that I can do this in the middle of the day? And I decided that that's all that would happen. I would only do things for me. And what happened was, as I made this shift, is that everything in my house still got done. In fact, even more things around the house got done, more more than was getting done before, more than, than when I was rushing to always get through all of the chores, get through everything that needs to be done when you're running a household. Somehow, when I took that hour and a half for myself, the house was always taken care of and I wasn't rushing. I wasn't stressing. I wasn't bitter about it. My mood changed and I had more energy. I felt more supported. And it was crazy to me. It still blows my mind. And what it made me realize is that when my mindset was there is not enough time, my brain proved to me that there was not enough time. When I decided I don't have enough time for me, my life responded with not having enough time for me. But when I decided there is an abundance of time, there is more than enough time for everything to get done. When I chose to believe that and then put it into action, my life responded. It's incredible. I mean, it it just is so incredible to me. This has been the most supportive I've ever felt by the universe. I truly feel so supported and it has been such a clear example to me of that support and how it comes in on such a human level. I used to feel so guilty about needing human things, about needing this time for myself, about how sometimes I want to take a nap in the middle of the day because I've been up all night with the baby and I'm stressed and I'm tired. I would feel so guilty about even needing those things. But once I accepted that I had these desires, I had these needs, and then I started meeting those needs, Who would have thought, but my life is so much better. (laughs) 
It sounds so obvious now, doesn't it? When I say that, it sounds so obvious that when you acknowledge your needs and you meet them, your life is better, you're happier, you can show up as a fuller, happier, more present person. Your family benefits, your coworkers benefit, your friends benefit, everyone around you benefits when you are taken care of and your life will remold itself around you. Your life will realign around you so that you can fit this in. It's been absolutely incredible to me. And with this most recent step, I wouldn't say it's my final step with healing my complicated relationship with time, but this has been a major milestone for me is shifting that perspective from there's not enough time to there's more than enough time. And to the fact that as I make time for myself, my life will make time for me. Another example of this I just have to share. I, I recently started doing some different classes and things in the mornings when my girls are at preschool. They go to preschool two mornings a week. And I've been thinking, oh my gosh, it would be really nice if I could have one more morning, three mornings a week. Oh my gosh, what a luxury if I could have three mornings a week. Not that I don't want to spend time with my kids, but having that break and having the time to go socialize with other adults at fitness classes and do other things that really meet my needs and let me feel fulfilled, it has been amazing for me. And so I had just been daydreaming a bit about what it would be like if I had one more morning free. And Just this last week, maybe two weeks ago, I committed to a new class, a new appointment that I'm going to take every week during the time I have available for preschool. When my when my girls are at preschool, my son's at school. And so I'm like, oh, man, I kind of filled my time now. There's not a lot of flow anymore. I kind of filled this time up. I really wish that there was more, but I'm doing this for myself and and I'm going to stay committed to it. This morning, my children's preschool called and said, we have an opening on Friday and we want to offer it to you. And now my kids go to preschool three days a week. I have more time than I ever dreamed of for just me, for just me. And I feel so supported by the universe. And I'm sharing this with you because this is here for you too. This support is here for you too. And the more that you choose to love yourself, take care of yourself, value yourself, meet your own needs, the more your life will shift and change to show you that those needs are valuable. The time you're spending on it is valuable and everything else will still be taken care of. In fact, you could have more than enough time to meet your needs. More than enough time. I would love it if if you're struggling with your relationship with time, with feeling guilty about taking time for yourself, just consider adopting some of these thoughts and some of these messages that Spirit has brought to me over the years that has helped me to really heal my relationship with time and start taking steps forward to actually meeting my own needs, spending time on myself, and drastically improving my life. Drastically. So we're going to go over the the three little messages one more time. 
as we close out this podcast, the first one we talked about is that your family doesn't just need you there, they need you to be happy. And you could apply this to family, friends, whatever relationships it is that you feel like you're focusing all your time on that's taking away from the time you have for yourself. They don't just need you there. They need you happy. The second one, you can't do for others what you won't do for yourself. If you want to really deeply serve and love those around you, you first need to serve and love yourself. You can't do for others what you will not do for yourself. You just can't. And the third one, as you make time for yourself, your life will make time for you. As you commit to making time for you, for what you need, your life will shift and change around that and make the time that you need and will give you more than you need. And this message is really about moving from a scarcity mindset around time into the mindset of abundance, the mindset of there is more than enough time for what I need. Okay, my friend, I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. Like I said, I went through a pretty drastic transformation from feeling really guilty about taking time for myself to the point where I refuse to take any time for myself whatsoever, to being able to claim time for myself, to feel so supported by the universe, by my family, by, by my life. And that is possible for you too. But it really starts from within and deciding that you are worth it. And 100%, you are worth it. You are worth taking the time for. You are worth caring for. And you deserve to have your needs met. And not only will it change you and your life, but it'll change the lives of everyone around you. You will be a beacon of light in your life. You will be a bright point in your life for everyone around you. And you will be an example of what it means to truly love and care for yourself, which is what I want for everybody. And I'm sure you do too. Okay. I love you so very much. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope that I spoke to your heart. Sending you all the love, and I'll chat with you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. I'm so grateful that I get to be part of your journey of spiritual expansion. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts. It's a quick, free, easy way for you to support this podcast, and it helps me reach more people who are looking for support on their spiritual journey. You can find a link to leave a review in the show notes. Thank you so much, and I'll chat with you soon.